Hey, 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 everyone. This is Wendy Susan Richmond, and welcome back to the Undercover Marketing Secrets Podcast. All right. Today, I'm going to actually let you listen to an interview that I did with a couple of SEO experts, uh, search engine optimization experts, and digital marketing ex- experts from uh, from Big Surf Media, uh, Dan and Anthony, and uh, it was very interesting. Now, something I want you to know about this interview is that I do a lot of dental marketing, and uh, I wanted to interview them about specifically doing blog posts for a dentist and how that can position them as the go-to expert and help with SEO and all those types of things for local search. So I want to let you know that when you're listening to this, it's going to be focused on dental marketing, but I want you to just realize that everything that they talk about can be done for any local business and utilize these strategies. Just because you're not a dentist doesn't mean that you can't utilize them. So I'm going to uh, start playing the uh, the interview and again, take some notes. I'll put in the show notes, the blog post that has the entire interview written out so you can kind of read through that and take some uh, take some notes and then start to implement that in your own content marketing strategy. So uh, here's the interview. This is Wendy Susan Richmond, and I am so excited that you are with me today because I have got a couple of very special guys that I'm going to be talking with today. We're going to share some really cool strategies for you all, and so I want to first introduce them. And we have um, Mr. Dan Sher, who's here, he's the marketing director for Big Surf Media, and also works with him is Anthony Giampalo who's the digital marketing specialist. And so, guys, welcome. Hey there, Wendy. Hey, Wendy. Hey, all right. Thank you very much for spending a few minutes with us today and, and helping out with talking about this wonderful topic uh, called uh, content marketing and the importance of it. But before we get into all that, you uh, do me a favor and just kind of tell everybody a little bit about who you are and what you do and how you help your clients. Okay. Well, we're Big Surf Media. We're a, um, a one-stop creative agency, uh, and we are, we are built and designed to help businesses navigate all things digital. So whether it is uh, building a website or uh, doing some uh, digital marketing, search engine marketing, SEO, uh, audio, video, you name it, we do it uh, here at Big Surf Media. And we are an unusual digital agency in that we are sort of under the umbrella of a a major media organization which focuses on content. And so we're talking about content marketing, and we're sort of underneath the umbrella of a media company that does mainly that. So we have access to a lot of great tools, uh, a lot of great services, and uh, it gives us a leg up in that field. Um, But, uh, yeah, we do all things digital. We're really excited to do uh, help businesses grow and build audience. And um, it's really an exciting time in the digital space. So we're we're happy to be here. All right, awesome. Well, thank you for that. So I know uh, they're experts. They've got a lot of knowledge in, in our topic today, so let's dig right on in. Uh, you know, for me, I'm all about helping local dentists bring in more new patients. That's my big goal. And being a successful uh, marketing director for uh, several multimillion-dollar practices, one of the things that I found is so important is the strategy of content marketing. And, you know, I, I want to hear from, uh, you know, e- either one of you about, you know, what is 
content marketing and you know why is it so important to for a dental practice to position themselves as the go-to dentist for we're talking implants now so if somebody wants to become a go-to dentist for implants in their local area why is content marketing so important uh, yeah content marketing is very important for any dental practice because it's really the message that the practice can control itself uh, it really gives them that intangible intangible feeling of the doctor itself the atmosphere of the dental practice the staff um, and it's really good at catering to those new patients that new that these practices are looking to attract um, as they're beginning their phase down their customer journey or patient journey into setting up that first consultation, going to their first um, first cleaning, and uh, becoming a regular patient for that practice. Um, and with content marketing, there's uh, under that umbrella is many, many, many types of content available, whether it is blogs, articles, infographics, video, uh, and uh, white, white papers, depending on what organizations uh, these dental practices belong to, uh, really is that message and that control of voice that really sets the dental practice apart from the one down the road in the next town over that are all trying to attract their local audience and these patients. All right, very cool. So now, well, let's just talk specifically because, you know, the thing I really uh, um, focus on right now is, is blog content and um, article marketing. And, you know, uh, let's talk about how a, a blog or an article helps as far as let's, organic search or uh, search engine optimization. Mm -hmm. Sure. Um, yeah, do you want to take that? Yeah, I'll take this sure. one. Uh, given my background in search marketing, uh, content is key. Um, Google loves content. Uh, it's definitely one of one of the many uh, ranking factors that Google has under its algorithm. Um, having content on a site shows that one that the dental practice is an authority uh, in their field field of study. Um, having content that explains the different type of services uh, not only helps boost local SEO, um, but it also helps find those niche patients that are looking for select and certain services that offer, uh, whether it would be uh, dental implants or uh, gum therapy treatments, because uh, those, those patients that are looking specifically for those services are further down the line of their customer and patient journey than regular patient who's just looking for the nearby dental uh, practice, nearby dentist. Um, and it's, it's very key with the blog and article to keep a very consistent uh, posting schedule with that. As Google is crawling millions and millions of websites per day, um, you want to show these uh, bots and these algorithms that you are updating your site on a regular basis so it knows to pay more attention uh, to your website over uh, other dental practices that may have been uh, pretty stagnant over the past year or so. Uh, so content is very key uh, and far, it plays a very important role in uh, local SEO especially. All right, thank you. So um, 
so based on that, I mean, you're saying that a, a dental practice should have a blog on their website. Oh, absolutely. Yes, absolutely. I'll, I'll, I totally agree with Anthony. Um, HubSpot did a survey that said the companies with blogs receive 97% more links to their website mm -hmm. than uh, another comparable website. So um, producing that um, you know, reliable uh, sort of industry news um, pays off uh, to acquire visitors. Not only do you increase your, your reputation in the marketplace as an authority like Anthony was talking about, but you increase your inbound links. So it increases your ability to draw traffic to the site and in turn convert many of those visitors into patients. Mm -hmm. So it is, a, it is a huge boon to, uh, to any dental practice website. And, and Anthony mentioned about a posting schedule. So how often should a uh, dental practice be posting content? Uh, the best practice is post as much as you can. Uh, obviously time and uh, whether they're doing it in-house or if they are hiring writers, whether they have an agency. Um, as long as they have that routine, uh, it's very key. Uh, it's hard to kind of gauge a recommended one number for a one-size-fits-all. Obviously, it depends on how large the practice is, how many locations do they have, whether the, the dentist is operating out of four or five towns out of different offices. Uh, but at minimal, I would say at least one, uh, especially if you're starting off. Uh, and kind of ease your way in there instead of posting every topic you could think about in that first couple months. Uh, kind of plan it out. Have a strategy in mind. Uh, link to existing articles that you've had. Uh, so anyone reading that article, um, as long as it's a similar and related topic, you'll be more inclined to uh, read the additional articles as well. Okay. So, so you're saying that like if somebody starts with one article, like okay, so we're we're really going to talk strategy here about uh, becoming the go-to implant dentist, right, for their local area. So if they post a blog post on uh, um, on their website about implants, right, and then yeah. they post, you know, maybe if they go, I don't know, should they be posting the same, the same, co not the same content, but the same topic? Or should they mix it up for different for the different services that they have? You can use the same topic over and over again as long as the delivery and the message is different. You could be talking about things you didn't know about dental implants, and then maybe uh, another article could be uh, questions most patients have before dental implants and just answering those. It's all about the customer intent or patient intent at this point. Uh, or what would be most useful to the reader? Uh, trying to think of a different example. I don't know if Dan. Well, I think I think you're right. I mean, I think you're trying to do a bunch of things with various different kinds. You're trying to educate. Um, you're trying to establish some sort of trust with the with the potential consumer. Um, you're trying to um, uh, create engagement and conversation. Um, and uh, you're trying to uh, give yourself that reputation, that authority. So any number of topics or any number of ways you can approach a topic under one umbrella topic can be, can be done. I mean, you can educate somebody about dental implants by telling the procedures and how they're, how they're done and, and what, you ex what you can expect when you go into that procedure. You can uh, engage them in a conversation about implants, so what kinds of patients typically go in for implants, um, maybe do a, an FAQ or a checklist or an infographic. Um, you can, um, you know, 
state all the statistics about uh, how you are the best implant practice in, in the area, and here's why. Mm-hmm. Um, testimonials, all sorts of things that you can you can put to a blog that uh, will will sort of check out all those boxes and sort of assuage any fears or trepidation that a potential customer might have, um, and also provide you with a lot of uh, a lot of visitors to the site. Uh, who will see that information and automatically go, you know what, that person really knows what they're talking about. Um, perhaps I should give them a call. I've been, I've been on the fence about implants, and I think I'm ready to take the plunge based on what I'm reading. All right. Yeah, excellent. And uh, is there a difference uh, between article marketing and, say, blogs? What's the difference? Well, um, you're talking about sponsored content? Well, I mean, if somebody's is an article considered the same thing as a blog, or they can take an article and put it on their on their website as a blog. Well, it depends. I mean, if they're taking the article from someplace else, it's sort of repetitive content. It doesn't do much for search. Um, okay. If the content is already out there. Yeah. You can right. take the content and repurpose uh, with the knowledge of the dentist. What's unique? How that's unique to their practice. Um, every dentist may offer the same, but what sets them different? Uh, what's unique about them? Uh, what makes them the best? Why patients should choose them? Uh, as long as you're answering those questions uh, related to the practice itself, uh, that would be the best practice. All right. And so if you're going to say, you know, one thing, if somebody is trying, you know, they've never done any of this kind of thing before, they might not even have a blog on their website, what would you, you know, say to them as kind of like the first step with all this? The first step I would have would be to kind of draft out a strategy. You don't want to write just for the purpose of write. There needs to be some intent behind it. Uh, okay, we're going to write about this topic because this, I believe this is what uh, my patients would benefit from reading about. Um, and then kind of crafting a content silo around that if that's what I really believe. Uh, I really believe this service is popular. People are asking about this. There's a lot of questions floating around about this service that I'm offering and drafting out different possible topics up under that same topic, uh, just answering different questions. Uh, and as long as, there, as long as there is that game plan in place, okay, I'm going to write about this today, maybe in a couple of weeks. I'm going to set aside time. I'm going to pre-plan uh, to continue upon that as well. I don't know if you have a different recommendation. No, I think that's pretty good. I think um, like it's, it's like with any digital content endeavor. With social media, you create an, an editorial calendar and pre-plan all of the ways in which you're going to post, let's say, for a given month. Uh, you do the same thing around any sort of blog content. You want to make sure, uh, like Anthony said, you build around a topic that you are confident is is going to be of use to your users um, and build it out that way. And that way there are no – it makes sense to the visitor of the site, you know, what you're, trying to t- what you're trying to say, and it's easier for you in the long term to create pieces that fit that, um, fit that end game. So I think he's totally right there. Okay. And is there such a thing as too much content? Uh, no. Never, as long as it's organized <laughs> cleanly uh, and it allows that easy flow. Uh, there's really no such thing uh, as too much content, unless you're saying too much of the same thing across many pages and you're having patients drop off their journey relatively early before that end result. 
Okay. And and in say on their blog is what's the uh, should they or shouldn't they have photos and videos in a blog post? Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, um, that's just one kind of content. So, you know, videos, and this is all great for repurposing on social media as well. Videos, infographics, um, articles, um, you know, audio, you name it. I mean, any kind of content is which is relevant to the practice is certainly worth. Um, posting on a blog, uh, certainly with, with uh, an explanation of what it is. Let's say there's a, an interview with uh, an implant specialist that you wanted to put up as a podcast about what you expect if you're going in for implants or a consultation for the first time. Uh, that's a great piece of content that's shareable, uh, but it's also worth describing in text as well so that uh, you know, some of those keywords are, are accessible um, to, uh, to search bots and whatnot. So yeah, absolutely, any kind of content. Oh, great. And now, when it comes to blogs themselves, is it better to take, like if you have one blog post on implants and you have certain kind of content, is it better to add to the same blog post or, or is it to do a new one? Does that make sense? It does make sense uh, without getting too technical into it. Uh, I would set it up as to go as a series under one uh, under one overall topic. I'm trying to think if that makes sense real quick. Um, I would recommend creating a series around it, um, whether it's like a part one, a part two, or a part three. Uh, but like in the beginning of part three, you reference parts one and two in case the reader uh, stumbles upon that one first. Uh, you never want to add it all under the same blog post, um, and you never want to continue another blog post. Ah, trying this one. It is pretty difficult to say. Yeah, it is. Uh, hmm. <laughs> you, you stumped us there, Wendy. Yeah, I was because I was just curious about you know if if. Uh, if you had one blog already and then do you just add more text to the bottom when you have like say part two or is it better just to like start a whole a new blog you know on that topic i i, per, I personally would start a new blog i think um you know i think it's 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 easier for the user i think um if it's if it's if it's fresh i mean I guess people will end up on that older blog if they're searching for specific things and they'll end up on that page, for example, um, and then they'll see the updates or you could say updated on a certain date and continue with the discussion if you wanted to do it that way but um I think I'd start a new blog, yeah start um, a new blog and reference the previous blog exactly that, link to it yeah link yeah. to it for sure uh, but i would def that I would say that's the best practice only because that new post is more likely to be. Uh, crawled because it is a new link, um, having that local SEO in mind. Um, but if it's a very specific blog post, like a study or something like that, it doesn't hurt to add that revision or that update to the bottom of it. Um, if you're only talking about a couple, uh, like a few paragraphs of text. Okay. All right. Well, uh, um <laughs> this has been great. I mean, there's so much information that you guys have given, and there's some great strategies in here. And, and you know, my advice to everybody is, like, if you haven't done anything, just get started, right? Just add a blog to your website and just put 
out some content, you know, and, and I mean, have the strategy behind it, but, you know, don't let that just, we got to get some stuff out there, and a lot of people just, they wait so long, and they got to make it perfect or whatever, but it's just a matter of uh, just getting started, and if you, mm -hmm. uh, um, so one other thing, too, uh, is that when you, when you all uh, look at someone and, and help somebody with their, uh, their digital marketing, and, uh, you know, especially, Excuse me. Specifically, looking at what they've done as far as their their blog posts and articles and things like that. Do you uh, change? Do any kind of changes to something they've done in the past, or do you again help them when it comes to moving forward? A little bit of both. We'll look at uh, their past blog posts because uh, it's content that's already been crawled. Um, there's definitely ways to enhance it. Uh, sometimes. A previous blog post may not contain the proper heading titles. Uh, maybe there's not enough uh, external or internal links, um, especially if the blog post has been around a while. It's probably been linked to in the past. Uh, so it's definitely something we look at uh, to just to kind of gauge and see what type of inbound traffic that post is generating. Uh, usually you can kind of gauge it uh, from their Google Analytics uh, and then check the inbound links on a Google Search Console. Um, but definitely any uh, client we bring on uh, as far for an SEO campaign or, or content building, it's, it's always monitored with a direction in mind, having that strategy in place, having those conversations of what services are most important to your practice, what do you want to be known for, uh, and kind of building out a plan with that, creating that content silo, having those main topics, and researching what users are looking for based on search data, search trends, uh, different times of year, and their local market, uh, their search behaviors as well. Because what, what works in one market may not work in the other. Um, demographics can be different. Uh, really, it, to answer your question, it's the best of both worlds. Uh, and we feel that's one of the things that sets us apart from other digital marketing agencies is that it is a full picture approach, looking at the past, looking at the, at the present as well, and just trying to shape ourselves for a better future, always adapting, uh, especially with any type of search campaign as Google rolls out updates pretty consistently, um, making sure all the sites adhere to those best practices. And as with any dental practice, I'm sure what they're doing now is different than they were doing a year ago, and we have to keep those changes and future changes in mind as well. Um, but that really speaks upon the relationship level. Um, but all of it under the same umbrella really masters a great marketing strategy and a great marketing plan uh, for whether they're a dental practice looking to attract new patients or for just the local business just looking to generate um, more leads. All right, that's great. So uh, and now if anybody wants to, want to make sure that if you want to get a hold of, uh, of Dan and Anthony and uh, see how they might be able to help you, uh, can you guys, uh, and I know they have something special for you, so uh, can you guys tell, tell everybody how they can get a hold of you and what do you got for them? Sure. We, um, we're at BigSurfMedia.com. Uh, that's our website. You can come check us out. Um, Anthony's picture's up there so you can see what he looks like. Uh, and um, you can uh, email us. There's a contact form on there. Uh, if you let us know that you heard us on this, um, uh, on this podcast, we will give you a, a free digital audit. 
-hmm. We will go over your uh, content, your website, your social media platforms, you name it. And uh, we will give you the lowdown on how you're doing digitally and ways in which you can improve. We are really a solutions-based agency. We don't talk about things that aren't going to help you. So if they're going to help you grow, we're going to talk about it. If it's a product and we're just going to push it on you, that's not something that we do here. So uh, we're all about helping you grow uh, and get bigger and understanding how digital marketing and digital solutions can help uh, drive traffic to your store, your practice, your whatever. Uh, and that's what we do here at uh, Big Surf Media. And uh, Anthony is really good at the SEO. Uh, he's particularly good at that. So if that's, that's, that's an issue you guys have. Uh, organic traffic, we can help you there too. Uh, we have a lot of uh, in-house specialists. We have a great web developer on staff, uh, some terrific social media people. So um, we can help in any way you want. Just look us up. Yep. All right. Well, uh, I'm excited, and I know I work with them. Uh, some of my clients work with them, so I you know, highly recommend that you uh, check them out, give them a call, and, and see how they can help you in your practice. So uh, Dan and Anthony, thank you guys very much for being here. I'm so jazzed, and again, really appreciate it. Anytime, Wendy. You're awesome, Wendy. Thank you so much. All right. So that being said, everybody, thank you for listening. I appreciate you taking a few minutes with, uh, with me and with us today. hope you got some good stuff out of this. And, again, make it a great day. Marketing does rock, and we will talk to you next time.